0: Welcome back to Drinks at Dana's, where we're discussing the final episode of season two of L Word Generation Q. Uh, this episode 10 was entitled Last Call. This is Jess from the L Word Online, and as always, I am joined by Chris and Ash. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey. I am calling in to you tonight, or uh, this morning, I guess, from Boston, Uh Woo. A little after one AM.
1: Jess is the one taking uh, drinks at Dana's on tour. <laughs>
0: right, <laughs> We're <the> traveling show. <laughs> Where's she gonna be this
1: week? Yeah, now you're in Boston. Where are you heading? To Egypt.
2: It's as usual. Just after six in the morning here. It's pitch black because now we are entering. The cold, dark, hard winter of the UK.
1: Yeah, Um, daylight savings uh, threw me off. I was here an hour early, chirper. Like, I'm ready. (laughs) Ash is like, I'm still sleeping.
2: (laughs) As if all of the time zones aren't awkward enough that I have to keep in my head from family, friends, the show, and now it's that awkward period where it's like, this country has gone through daylight savings and this one hasn't, so you have to have like your other set of time differences.
1: Jess is in a different time zone.
0: (laughs) I know, we're almost up to speak.
1: She's coming to you via her phone because she didn't have a microphone. (laughs) Didn't want to bring a mic
0: to Egypt, Jess. You know. Didn't have a lot of spare room in my luggage for, you know, non-essentials. That's totally a lie. I brought so much stuff that I did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or what were you guys' impression overall of the episode?
0: Um. So I have a feeling that, like, fans of the OG series really probably loved this episode. <laughs> because it was a hot Freaking mess! Like, oh yes, this episode was so OG. The L word, <laughs> I can't even. I'm like, not in a good way.
1: I know it was like <laughs> a dumpster fire, right?
0: <laughs> in the way where, like, I feel like three quarters of the way through the episode, every scene, I'm like, what's happening? How much yeah, I was like that. What's going on? Did I miss some episodes? <laughs> I was like, I like, Me- awesome. like when you and I used to watch the show together, and we'd have to like pause it after every scene to be like. Do you understand what's happening? I know, right? Like, what are they talking about? I know, about? like,
1: what are the writers talking about? I was, like, what yelling at my screen about? half the time. I'm like, what? Are you serious? No. What? This is our character. What's happening? <laughs> what's
2: happening? <laughs> well, there was even more confusion than usual because the episode also didn't drop on time on Showtime. So everyone was waiting at midnight, and by 1am it still wasn't up. By 1am, I went and made an account with Stan in Australia to watch the episode. Because uh, we're the only ones that had it. <laughs> because I talked, I, like, you know, I, when it wasn't working, I started sending emails and to, to Showtime, like, anyone I knew being like, help, help, <laughs> emergency, emergency. <laughs> this is an emergency. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, people, I mean... Especially because for me, like I was up and it's like, it normally airs at 5am here. So I was awake, whereas some people were like waiting to go to watch it to go to sleep. So there, I think it it went up while I was watching it. So I think it went up about two, three hours late. But, you know, lesbians all around the world were...
1: <laughs> it <was> outrage, especially <laughs> in our Facebook page. As she should have taken that time to be like, hey, Showtime, this is why you give out screeners. <laughs> well, actually, I was going to be like, hey, Showtime,
2: you know, um, when stuff like this happens, see how I put out a message that was like, hey, guys, it's not you. It's Showtime. There's something going on. Don't you love this like middle person? You know, because <laughs> <Right? laughs> I'm kind of doing that for free right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so you know if showtime is listening we are you know we have a few advertising spots available for next season
2: <clears throat> yeah i have also
1: volunteered
2: after this episode to um be the official t- keeper of the timeline in the l word so because that job is is
1: is needed Good luck with
0: that that's all i
1: have to say about that <laughs>
0: i feel like we have five different timelines in just this episode
1: like every, I, I didn't. I like I,
0: every character, like a different amount of time had passed since the previous week's episode. <laughs> but like, <laughs> it felt like for like, oh, for for like one character, it's like the next day, but for another character, it's like surely like five weeks has gone by. Because
2: <laughs> yeah, like Bette and Pippa, like they're they're living in like a fast timeline.
0: Yes, Bette and Pippa, and they were talking about something like. Oh, I I don't even remember. It's like, oh, I love how you always do something, and I'm like, always. How many times? I've Been dating for three days. <laughs> how do you guys seem like you're so comfortable with each other, and you have like couples routines? I'm like, yeah, you've been together. If you even are together, which I didn't even know you were for like a hot second. And they've even got
2: got no makeup on. My God, I ha- I think I I haven't been no makeup in front of anyone in a decade. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my it, god it's... ash if you if you do the whole like timeline can you have it behind you on like this giant board with strings and things oh i'm gonna have a project project now the season is over <laughs> look like the chart on a whiteboard or or like yeah with strings yeah. and stuff
0: yeah man it was just all over the shop from the get-go like one of the first scenes is Alice is talking about, like, going away party, and I'm like, what? She oh, going? I know. Why is she going? Like, What's I happening?
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> it took me a hot second to be like, wait, she's throwing herself a party for going away for 12 weeks on her book I mean, tour? I was like, oh, okay, I guess that's an Alice thing to do.
0: To be fair, it is completely on brand for Alice, but I'm like, I'm so confused, because I'm like, this is just, like, the show's hiatus, right? <laughs> like, there's no, I don't need <laughs> yeah. to, like... <laughs> Normal people aren't like we're having a going away party when I'm taking you know the summer off or the winter off.
2: There was a uh, weirdly a a British Bake Off reference, which uh, probably not that many people got because it was so. Who said it? I uh, Alice. I only got it because it's such like a cultural thing. Like I don't even watch like, like was it something to do I don't with the know, ham know, British TV? That I mean a, a bit, but. Um, no, it was Alice when she came off stage and she had all that flour all over. She said, oh, Paul Hollywood told me I had a soggy bottom. And on that show, that's like one of his things if they like make cakes and stuff. Oh, like, oh that makes sense bottom.
1: now. I yeah, was like, something yeah. with her ass. I was like, okay, something happened. Oh, but I heard- It's actually what Mary Berry says it to. Thought
0: it was like a funny double entendre, but I didn't hear the name drop reference. So.
2: Yeah, he's like this... I didn't know who he
1: who he was.
2: Yeah, I I think it's like a straight thing because I think he looks like like a garden gnome or something. But <laughs>
0: <What>? <laughs> he's perfectly pleasant. He's just like
2: a regular, regular, boring white guy, like with a with a beard, like a small goatee beard that like. You have to
1: Google him. I feel yeah. like I know who you're talking about. I've I've seen British Bake Off. It's an, it's an anomaly to have a straight guy who, like, bakes, right? So. Uh,
2: have you been to the UK?
0: <laughs> 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 oh, my God. It reminds me of, like, when, when Chris and I travel and we play um, our favorite game, lesbian or European.
2: <laughs> oh. Did you I, – I put this thing on Twitter, like, literally two weeks ago, and I think it was at, at the prom – yeah, it was around the prom episode – and I said, oh, yeah, in my high school in America, I like wasn't out like earlier, but I used to get a- away with like making out with my girlfriend because people would always just be like, it's us, she's European.
1: <laughs> so, like, that's like some sort of huge explanation. Say hello to all my girlfriends. <laughs> it's customary.
0: <laughs> Yeah, no, for us, it's like, I feel like in a lot of cities, you can spot a lesbian by their haircut, but mm-hmm. in Europe, it's like, oh, that alternative hairstyle is totally, there's just, oh, look, there's her husband and her three kids with her. Yeah. With, yeah. like, the haircut and the footwear.
2: So we start off with Tess, Shane, Alice, Micah, Sophie staging, like, an intervention for Finlay and... I mean, I think we all suspected that it would kind of go off, that, like, Finley's not going to say yes immediately and go. She's in pretty strong denial.
1: Yeah, I didn't think it was going to go well. I I think it uh, normally, yeah, I feel like they normally don't the first time until that person has a time to think about it. Because I think that first you're really just surprised and shocked by like, oh, what's happening? Like she said, what What did she say? It was like a really bad surprise party. Well, it
0: hurt. Mm. I mean that you feel like you're being ganged up on like everyone's attention yeah. is on you and yeah. it's always, and, and just that fact that you realize that all your friends have basically been talking about you behind your back, you know? Mm, and noticed that something's... You know. well, and also
1: like the thing you've been hiding they all know is right. like they know about it.
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah, but I was kind of with Sophie on this one where when she said it felt too soon mm.
2: yeah I I mean generally uh, like any sort of I, I've dealt with a lot of addiction issues family friends all that's like in every every angle and I feel as though one either people are a lot better at hiding it because I feel as though there are some people that I could say oh, so-and-so is, like, a functional alcoholic or something, and they would be genuinely really shocked. And I think that that kind of isn't spoken about enough that there is so many people who are really high-functioning um, addicts because a lot of the times people see stuff like this on TV, like Finlay, and think, oh, that's what an addict is, like, going out really falling over getting DUIs like getting hit by cars all that stuff when it, it's not like I know people who are you know huge huge earners who are really directors and things of companies and they do it in the privacy of their own home like you would never know that but they do have a really bad addiction so I and then also you have the other side of those people know they have a problem like if if you ask them point blank like there's not i i think that strong sense of denial when when it is kind of something you do in in private because you know it's it's not quote unquote normal to go home and drink a bottle of vodka every night but it's it's just, I I think obviously they had to make it a bit more like show and tell because it is TV and... Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, and I I mean, I totally agree with you and I think that previously we had seen Finley like shotgunning beer in the kitchen in the morning like in secret and like hiding Mm -hmm. the cans and stuff, but in this part, especially the latter half of the season, it was instead like you know going out and getting drunk kind of like heavy partying sort of mm-hmm. more so instead of drinking in secret and so that to me is a little bit different I kind of wonder if um yeah, I agree. If people who get sober in their 20s like who are you know suffer from alcoholism at like a young age if it does manifest that way with, like, a lot of, like, heavy binge drinking that you're just like, oh, it's this is the time in your life when you do go out, you go to clubs and you drink a lot. You go to parties and mm-hmm. you drink a lot. And it seems yeah. maybe more normal because all your friends are drinking a lot, too. And, and then that person crosses, you know, a line because they can't not go out and drink a ton. But it almost feels like it's slightly different like kind of I don't know two sides of the same coin of I mean alcoholism is alcoholism but it kind of seems like maybe this sort of the way she's been acting when she kind of says mm. like oh I'm in my 20s I'm supposed to do this you know if maybe yeah, it does ma- manifest that way a lot in younger people
2: I, I guess because when when I think of of all the instances I'm thinking of it's normally the people who okay say imaginary person x like it's a friend of mine has a problem with alcohol if we you know like I've got a really big group of of friends of the last 20 years like people I know super super well and when we go out like everyone will have glasses of wine and things and like you guys know I don't drink at all and when my friends who are like parents and stuff you know that's their night out for like when we go to dinner or something so they'll have a few glasses and maybe if we go out later they'll drink more but then my friends who i would say have maybe not like full-blown like alcoholic but that they definitely have substance issue dependency they will like yeah be the life of the party and things but most of them, because they they do have these issues and they drink so much that they actually don't really get that drunk at those things because they're just like drinking wine with everyone else and yeah, okay, say everyone else has two glasses and they might have a bottle or a bottle and a half, but they never get that. Like sometimes they're the one that's like packing off the, the new mums like in the taxis and things because... They just can handle it so much more, but then they will go home and then drink to the point of, you know, being sick and passing out and all that stuff. So I guess it's just like the personality type too, because I know a lot of like people who have issues with control that they would never get out of control in public. And
1: that's why they they do it
2: at home.
0: Right.
1: Yeah, it was a little bit like, when they were all like, we love you, Finley. I was like, but where have you guys been for her this entire season? Like, mm-hmm. where's Micah been? Like, where, like, Alice has said two <laughs> words to her this season. Like, she's Sorry. like, oh, I love you so much.
0: Yeah, you're but right. right. Micah's like, been in the 20 seconds of this episode and that's it, apparently, but.
2: I thought I missed, I, I literally, like, was like, oh, when, it, when we got when we got close to the end, I was like, Alice still looks at my phone or something. When, because when, when the episodes are on, like, you know, I'm fully invested. And I, I thought I missed something. Like there was another scene with Micah and Marybelle, like. I they even
0: featured them in the previously on. So that was weird.
2: Yeah, maybe there was something cut because also Jillian Ricardo posted pictures from like Alice's set that looked like they were done the finale time so I was like obviously I don't think she was on like Alice's set for a reason I, but she was around when they were filming so I I thought there was going to be something else but...
1: they were filming her scenes out of water or something
2: yeah well we know yeah we know that happened but it just um the finale remember they filmed everything else weirdly but the finale they filmed by it because everything else was three episodes Chunks, and then the finale was by itself, so that was kind of weird. But
0: yeah, Chris, you're right though that like uh, Finley's been largely on her own this mm. entire season and mm. dropped from her first. Job, yeah, like it, like no one. Yeah, <laughs> but no one
1: was really like, oh, they they kind of saw she was in trouble and stuff, but like they were just like, eh, whatever. Like they didn't have time for her this season.
0: It kind of seemed more concerned about Carrie than about. Finley
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
2: I did like that the Alice offered to, to pay and like yes that's totally the right thing to do because Alice I'm assuming has like more money than anything and then Shane can obviously afford to also keep her job for her but sometimes I, I think that that shows like their roots too that they would think about that sort of thing because I don't think bet would think because bet's always been rich so rich people who've been who like grew up rich have' been rich all their life they don't think about those things because they've never been in a situation where they can't pay for something or or like where you've had to make decisions around money so I think that that showed Alice and Shane's roots well where the other like bet but not not in like a bad way or anything i just just think that bet has like a completely different you know value of of money and stuff
0: so we caught we talked a little bit about bet and Pippa how it was weird so this was like when they were waking up in bed together right and it's like they seem like they've been a couple for like six months yeah
1: well in lesbian years that is is. (laughs) Yeah. yeah
0: Yeah, they were, like, very lovey-dovey. But then, and then, Beth gets a phone call from Tina.
2: And, like, hearts start shooting out of her eyes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and Pippa's, like, suddenly getting dressed really fast and, like, not wanting cuddles. Pippa's like, oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) I'm not getting involved in this. He's like, peace out, bro.
0: (laughs) I actually really liked Pippa's reaction there. I feel like it was opposite of Gigi and, like, what she would have done. She would have been all, like, trying to be physically close to Bet and stuff, but Pippa Mm -hmm. was like, um, no, don't touch me, and I'm not okay with this. I mean, she was very honest and upfront, and, you know, basically she's like, her spidey senses are tingling, and
1: Mm -hmm. she doesn't
0: like that feeling of how Bet and Tina still are together.
2: And Pippa is too, too evolved. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she she's got her shit together yeah and and i mean how many people have been caught in the bet vortex that i'm glad that pippa kind of i i was surprised she was so like listen this does not sound normal and when you know she's obviously this isn't the first time she's she's well she met Tina last episode yeah so she saw them around each other too so I don't I think that like Bette's like voice and stuff changes a little bit when she talks to Tina because I mean she just doesn't have that like bite in her voice with with most other people so I definitely
1: uh, can see what Pippa's picking up on. I think Bette was in denial for most of this episode like no what what are you talking about no yeah. I'm not in love with Tina like shut up
0: <laughs> well Pippa flat out asked her you know to tell yeah, me you're still in love with her and she said it and Pippa's reaction was like girl please like yeah yeah this... I don't believe a word that is coming out of your mouth right now she did not believe for one second when Bette flat out said it to her face
2: and she said, "Oh, you're wrong." And then betsa like, or Bet said something about B. Be- She's like, "No, you're wrong." And like, even Bet couldn't say that. I was like, "Bet, you're not even like trying to say." She was like, "Oh no, you're wrong." Like <laughs> it was like Jesus. My cat can tell you're lying.
0: <laughs> okay, here's some more OG, which feels like a character had a personality replacement. Jordy's finally the girlfriend that Angie's needed this entire season.
1: Yeah. She's all supportive, girlfriend now.
0: Yeah. Well, mm. I mean, she was great. She was actually really great. But I feel like, I don't know. Maybe I need to give Jordy the benefit of the doubt when she said that that excuse she said about how she was avoiding Angie because she didn't want to let the secret out about the proposal and stuff like that. But mm. I don't know. It, the whole thing seemed like it went on forever. And then well, and oh, yeah, thing. I
1: know. Yeah but also like the thing which was in- on her mind was prom and now that's finished so maybe now she has more time to like <laughs> care about what's going on with Angie
0: yeah but I like that she was I mean it was it showed actually like a really nice uh, relationship The just how how sweet Jordy was with her and like um, sort of not letting her brush it off like everything was fine mm. you know being there for her the way that probably adults wouldn 't necessarily be able to because i don 't know sometimes there 's that one person that can get through to you to like mm-hmm. you know your real emotions
1: mm-hmm. and the thing that came out of that scene was the fact that Angie said she she 's not going to the funeral, yeah mm-hmm. which I, I think probably later on she 'll probably regret
0: i don 't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, she she ended up with some nice, I don't know if you'd call it closure, but um, we see a really nice scene later in the episode where her half-sister comes over after the funeral, and, um, you know, Angie kind of says how she didn't really want to intrude because it's not her family, really, and she never knew him, and so we see she brings the, the list that that gave Marcus in the hospital of all the questions Angie wanted to ask him yeah, and nice. his family answered them all so that was like I f- actually the Angie parts were kind of like the highlight of this episode for me. <laughs> <laughs> all the Bet fans heads are exploding right now but I actually really liked it. those were like the sweetest parts to me and like the most I don't know emotional Normal. I guess I like yeah. yeah I did think I did think
2: the one thing that was funny was when Angie and Geordie are talking about some trip. They that Angie's like, oh, I haven't brought up sharing a hotel room. And I was thinking, oh, they're in the one situation where being a lesbian is not a perk. Because for me, it was always like, even on like school trips and stuff, you get to share with your girlfriend because that's like the one perk of being gay. That, that you know, it's same sex. So staying in hotels and things, but... Of course, that like Angie's moms are gay, so they know what's up there. <laughs> so I did think that that was funny that, like, you know, it's like what, because I'm sure there's not tons and tons of lesbians who have lesbian parents. Like, it must be smaller on the scale. Yeah, it was
1: pretty funny. Uh, then it's That's Danny sexy. and Gigi in the courthouse. Oh, my loves.
2: So we see Gigi being. Princess Charming for Danny going into court, being being a mob wife. <laughs> yeah, they look so stunning together. <laughs> All like
1: in like boss mode.
2: I know. Oh, love them. And we learn that Danny is going to be meeting Gigi's family, which is so cute. So
1: cute. Gigi's so supportive of her. I know. She's amazing. (laughs) I hope they stay together forever and ever and ever and ever. Yeah.
2: I may have made some threats. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
1: For the next four seasons at least.
0: So yeah, so Gigi earns her girlfriend cred, I mean, a couple times over in this episode. But to start with, during the uh, court proceedings, when all the questions that are coming out about the opioid abuse and like what her father knew and when he knew it and how many people were hurt Mm -hmm. um Danny starts having kind of what you know sort of seems like a panic attack yeah panic Um, attack And she needs to get the heck out of there. And Gigi, of course, is...
1: (laughs) Go fuck yourself! (laughs) With a little smile. (laughs) (laughs) I love it how, like, um, Danny knew she needed to get out, but she wasn't moving. She was just, like, telling Gigi, like, what she... She she was like, I need you to get me out of here physically, because I don't think she could physically move herself. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Uh Yeah, that was a really good written uh, scene with the two of them, I think.
2: Yep. Yeah, I just love like the uh, the movement as well. The way like Gigi was like s- like in front of her, like on her haunches, and then went like you kept switching back, and then there oh, were was- what is
1: haunches? <laughs> like, <laughs> is that a British thing? Uh,
2: no, <laughs> it's a part of your body. We all have the same bodies. <laughs> haunches. <laughs> it's like when you're like p- like. Perched on the balls of your feet. It
0: sounds oh. a lot better than squatting, which is really not a very interesting uh. thing. Yeah, that
2: was for the words that I was I was subbing out and I was like, Gigi does not squat. Like,
0: Thank
1: geez, I <laughs> well this. I first of all, I've That's never the heard the word haunch before. Um second of all in my mind I thought she was on her knees, like in in praying position, but no, okay, I guess she was squatting, haunching, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> haunching. It's it's like a horse riding horse riding term. Okay, well, there you go. Learn something new every day. (laughs) But yeah, Yeah, it was cute that she like brought herself down to her level because she could have easily been sitting next to her or something.
2: Yeah, yeah. And then I just loved when they were walking out. (laughs) She's got this huge smile on her face. fuck
1: (laughs) I was like, as soon as they walked out and the lady was like, we're going to hold you in contempt of court or whatever. I was like, oh, that's coming back to bite her. See,
2: I, I, I obviously we'll t- we'll talk, yeah, more about this th- at the end. But I generally was like, "Oh, they're never gonna do that." So I, I, I thought that. that that was coming for sure. And I thought they would like tease it, but yeah, I am glad they went there
0: because kind of thought it was an empty threat. I'm like, "How do yeah, you hold someone in contempt of court when like they've left the court?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> this they will because how it happens on SVU. <laughs> uh, 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 uh
1: call Eileen Chakin <laughs> but they said that she was subpoenaed so that doesn't that mean that you have to oh, show yeah, up yeah. yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah we need uh Gigi and danny law and order spin-off the that...
1: Eileen or oh! another yeah another version of the prison episode from season one locked up or orange is the new black. Danny and
2: Danny can go through orange is the new black and then we have Gigi on the Law and Order side. Gigi becomes an attorney to free her wronged girlfriend. It's just writing itself, guys. It
0: really is. <laughs> it's like law and order lesbian tarantulas.
1: Like I'm here like dun dunk. These are the stories <laughs> of the gays. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure um
2: Leisha Haley still has a has a script somewhere from the farm. Script,
0: I have it, I have it.
2: <laughs> I'll lend <laughs> it to you guys. <laughs> the
0: scripts that Chris posted yesterday after the
1: Yeah, after Oh, I haven't gone I haven't gone yet. A whole episode talking about locked up and I was like, I have the episodes, I have all the script episodes and I was like, they cut out the best bits. So I quickly posted them <laughs> on my Instagram. <laughs> oh yeah word online on instagram if you want to check it out <laughs> shameless plug <laughs> i know right but I'd uh, yeah man it would have been so funny but uh no they cut it out shane and tess next shane and tess
0: oh, this was another <laughs> wtf moment for me like at first okay <laughs> so the scene starts they're in bed again and I always this is weird I always think about Chris knowing Shane and Tess are together like okay. because, be because I'm on the
1: other side of the world closing my eyes about my, to leave. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, oh, I don't know if you're going to like them any better now and then halfway through the scene I'm like nope no, <laughs> no, no, you're still at in the middle of having sex and you start talking about one of your friends and they're I'm like, what are you doing? (laughs) That, That was so uncomfortable. At first I'm like, oh they're done. They moved away from like they moved away from the sex, like jumped right into a conversation about their friends really quickly where I'd be like can we not talk about this person while we're just naked? But then I'm like, no, wait, they're actually, like, they're still going. Like, it wasn't over. I'm like, what is happening? Oh, and now you're taking a phone call. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the part that upset Shane, that she's answering the phone. I'm like, you're just having a conversation about your friend's intervention right now. Like, what? That's yeah. not sexy? No. So Tess takes the phone call, and as Every scene with Tess in it—it's about her mom in Vegas, mm-hmm. and pretty immediately it happens in that in the scene, doesn't it? Where she asks if Kate wants to like move with her. Kate, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Kate would move to Vegas,
1: but <laughs> <laughs> someone needs to Shane. go to sleep someone needs to go to bed. <laughs> yes, uh, Shane.
0: Did they bring it up right then? I think they.
1: Did I feel like that's when it got brought up first? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Like, oh, hey, I'm I'm gonna m- move to Vegas. Yeah, yeah, because they yeah, because then Shane's like, oh yeah, we could do the long distance thing. Yeah,
0: they were like, oh yeah, it's not far. Like it's four not, hours Yeah, it's not that far. Ch- yeah. changed our tune later in the episode.
1: I know they could have like just done you, long you, distance.
0: Assholes don't know what long distance is. I'm like, oh my
1: god, I know hours. right. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> that's, that's like disgusting. next door to lesbians. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> Like what I is once flew a suburb of Los Angeles.
1: <laughs> I once flew thirty six hours for a first date. Like <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> that, well, was... No that was
0: one extreme. That was the furthest modeling... I've ever
1: gone. I have to admit. <laughs> <laughs> don't model your love life after Christmas.
0: That's
1: one Hello, extreme. well, we were in a relationship for five years, and we lived how many miles apart? Kansas and <laughs> I Sydney. Don't do that math. <laughs> yeah, no. But yeah.
0: But the other end of the extreme is being like, oh, I could see you every weekend, but ah, too much effort. It's
1: too, yeah, too much effort. Well, the thing that I didn't understand about the whole Tess Mum situation was like, why doesn't she just move her mum to LA?
0: We still don't have a really clear understanding. Like, At least I don't.
1: I feel like she's in a nursing home, right? She's in like some kind of care. Like a, Yeah, like an assisted living facility. Like she could be in an assisted living in LA. I don't especially, understand what the problem I don't is.
0: Know. I don't want to sound insensitive. Um, especially if her mom has like memory issues. Like, does she really know that she's not there every day? I know exactly.
1: But also, like, I
0: don't really. I, don't I feel like maybe, understand.
1: maybe, maybe Jamie Clayton's not coming back next season, and they just had to wrap it up really quickly. That's
0: what this entire episode. Yeah, that's felt what it like. felt
1: like. Yeah, I, I did feel that too because um,
2: Jamie got that like the day of yesterday was the finale. Yeah came out the that thing about hellraiser came out and then she she you guys watch roswell like you know she's popped up on a couple of other things lately so no i i just was thinking that maybe they left it like open or um because or sure if she was yeah i would think it's really strange if jamie clayton wasn't bumped up to series regular maybe this is like the explanation for it because she's dating shane who's you know one of the lead characters so the majority of time that shane is on screen because they work together too like she's gonna be there and pretty much everyone is like a lead now except jamie and laurel but laurel you know, doesn't if she wanted to be a lead? She'd be, she'd be a lead. You know, I feel as though this was like saying this for a reason, like because otherwise, I don't know whether it was just like drama for drama's sake. I think
0: that was like part of the choppiness to the of the episode to me. Whereas, like the first season, we had the cliffhanger and then. In the first episode of season two it was kind of like oh let's sum up all the stuff that happened while we were gone and it kind of felt like they were sort of doing the reverse where it's like we're gonna try to end all the storylines now it's like they, uh, i don't mm. know ah, i didn't feel
1: that, i felt like everything was left open i felt well, like nothing en- ended yeah, i felt like everything but... was but not in a like a uh, kind well, of way was like but they more they like writing
0: in out for everyone
1: Mm-hmm. yeah in so case they, they couldn't come back to
0: write in those outs like in the next season like oh what you well, didn't just <laughs> they... gonna be kind of like oh yeah we we teed up all of these for
1: you <laughs> well yeah but they can always do classic word, what they did with Marina and just be like oh yeah she went crazy and uh, what was it? she checked us <laughs> <up> <laughs> literally, <to> <laughs> literally. She, she's like me she's just like gone <laughs> bye wow. but it was weird, weird that, <laughs> that when Shane and Tess were in the bar and like Shane was like oh I was enchanted by you from the second I met you and I was like were you like can we rewind that and watch it again because I didn't see that at all? <laughs> I feel like that's the writer's back back going back again and trying to What did what did you call it? Ash something about his revisionist history or what? Yeah, uh
2: looking at the past through rose-tinted glasses, but revisionist history, yeah. Yes, that one. I felt like that's what they were doing. Yeah. I mean, we're all
1: revisionist historians, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> and then when like shane was like i am in love with you i was like what <laughs> I, oh, like I, I yelled at the you screen can't... i'm like this is shane we're talking about here I'm like she does not say i love you first first of all and like it just was it feels like they were gone together for like two days and she's like I, yes. I, i'm like i feel like it's the writer's mission to get every single character to say i love you by the end of the season <laughs> Well,
0: then even all of her friends keep saying like oh how much she's in love with her and how like, oh, finally you got together. And yeah. So th- mm-hmm. they're all doing it too. But it there were a lot of I love yous thrown around in that scene where I'm just like, every time you say it, I'm believing it a little bit less. Yeah. And
1: then they were like, I love you, but I'm moving away and we're not going to do long distance. Okay, bye. <laughs> it, was, it was very confusing. But classic Elwood. would. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm like, literally you just got together after you've been yeah. dating each other for months.
1: Supposedly well
0: and the fact that they're like the way they've been blowing up this relationship for shane because like you said i mean well besides the evidence of her having a wife she, she doesn't do relationships like this you know like where she's really heavily invested yeah and it's like oh finally i finally have this great relationship and yeah two seconds later uh and it's I mean, weird that Shane
1: was like, oh, I've never had roots like this before. I'm like, uh, except for six seasons of the L word. Oh, where you were in one place <laughs> at the whole time. Yeah, that
0: why <laughs> I'm like, what roots? That you bought a bar that you're never at? Like,
1: Unless, like, in the 10 years that was missing, she was constantly traveling around and forgot about yeah. her six years. <laughs>
0: like, yeah, well, I, I mean, yeah, it seems like she didn't see her friends for... 15 years or whatever and then comes back like it's no problem so yeah like like you said I think again it's the writers trying to make us
1: it's like yeah. here's
0: what we want you to think and feel Be- about yeah believe <laughs> so we're just gonna we're just gonna tell you instead of yeah. showing you because you named your bar Dana's that gave it roots I'm like I don't
2: <laughs> <laughs> I hear a lot of people say this too about um when Alice, like, talks about Dana, she doesn't actually talk about Dana. She talks about, like, her feelings for Dana and, like, how Dana's death and things. Like, in that chapter that she reads out in episode eight, like, and and I think it's Beth that's, like, you captured her spirit. She didn't say anything about Dana. <laughs> she except she, she like, she was talking about Dana's... Like all her feelings and things.
1: (laughs) It's like you captured Alice's feelings for Dana, (laughs) but not Dana's spirit. Dana's spirit would be something about like cracking onto chicks and tennis and Lara and like stalking people to find out if they're gay. (laughs) Speaking of
0: roots, where's Shane's dog?
1: Yes, I've been asking this for a few a
2: few weeks where where what's happened with the power should have
1: taken
0: we, yeah we should have
1: taken bets at the beginning of like what storylines are gonna fizzle out what characters are gonna mysteriously vanish like the dog
0: see classic l word and i had yep. been so impressed by generation q for not falling into those <laughs> classic l word pitfalls I feel, I feel like in between
1: season one and two they were like hey maybe we should watch the og and get some inspiration <laughs> and then they got inspired by the wrong things oh bah-pow.
0: Yeah, it was definitely because like a lot I more thought. Soapy. Yeah, I this thought felt the... felt a lot more soapy to me.
1: well, I, like I had totally forgotten about poker just until you just mentioned it, Ash. I was like, "Wait, well, what happened to that?" I was expecting some mm. sort of raid or oh. it to come full circle, or like that um, was it? Eddie in the beginning to come back for something, or like wreak yeah. havoc or something.
0: Like, what well, was the Sharon point Toss of it? Are like, we've been through so much together, and I'm like, you have. Yeah. Was, like, I was like, right yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, you <laughs> have.
1: <laughs> 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 that was another thing too that I was like, what? Yelling at the screen like what things have you been doing like <laughs> Like
0: you work together.
2: Like
1: I- Alice publishing a book. <laughs> <laughs> I maybe they had to put the dog down and they cut it out or something. Oh. oh my god, why would you say that? Well where else is the dog? The dog's missing. <gasps> I mean, Shane's not even home ever to feed it. <laughs> maybe maybe it's staying in a pet hotel. Oh yeah, maybe. It Shane's is LA.
0: Home. Yeah, we haven't seen Shane's home in all this season, have we? Oh yeah, we don't know where she's yeah, staying. I, Maybe she's I just sleeping know. in her jeep since
1: since she lost everything in the divorce. <laughs> or in the back of homes. Of, How many the actually
0: live in Sophie's home now? Because I'm so. I'm like, oh
1: yeah, isn't it like empty? Oh wait, no. Sophie's leaving Sophie... her house. So I'm
0: like, who else left there? I'm like, does
1: oh, Mike still get a room there? Yeah, Micah oh, yeah. still lives there, but he is he now expected to pay all the rent by himself?
0: Exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm like. You go from like. Because the only other
1: person there is Finley, someone... and Finley can't pay rent. <laughs>
0: right.
1: Uh, I'm surprised Mark hasn't moved I'm out, and there's like a whole. There's like five other roommates, and Finley just hasn't noticed. All right, so right. Alice and Tom is next. Man. Oh. Ugh. I had such hopes for Alice and Tom. Oh, what happened? I thought you would have thought all their scenes were cute.
0: I didn't like how Alice just stormed off and. In- left him in her office when they had plans.
1: Oh yeah that's true. She got the, the news swan. of
0: one bad review. She kind of yeah. acted like a little brat. Yeah I thought Yeah and we don't know how much effort
1: Tom went to with his swan boats.
0: Yeah. And like wasn't
1: she meeting her friend his friends for the first time. And also Alice Alice being
2: someone who's in like she's on TV. Like that's gonna get you a way bigger audience than books. And I think by now she would have learned not, like I am a tiny, tiny YouTuber and I know not to go and seek out other people's opinions of me. Like people bring their opinions already to your social media and comments. I highly doubt Alice would go out maybe because it was a review of the book but I just can't imagine she would like actively go out and seek information about herself like I feel like she would just use the bestseller li- like the lists as okay this is a numerical value of like instead of opinions oh
0: hmm.
2: well, yeah but maybe I, that's she said, opinion. I mean it was
0: like a New York Times book review or something which is a massive yeah. um, review yeah. to get
2: But the thing is, like, this is my feeling anyway on stuff like the New York Times and stuff. Things like that are so tainted now because you have these, like, absolute, like, prats of the social media. Like, uh, fucking Shane Dawson is a New York Times bestseller. Like, one of the biggest douches ever. So, it's it because now like it's a popularity contest online with like influencers and stuff, anybody with enough money and followers can write books. So I just I feel as though Alice wouldn't I, I feel like if she was looking at for anything she'd look at like what queer audiences are saying about her book, like not
1: Yeah, yeah but yeah, maybe I'm she wants to, that to that get out out more into would the be more in line with, the with her
0: character to not care what some... Um mainstream, you know, heterosexual whatever says about her. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah, but isn't it Tom who, like, goes, "Uh uh-oh, like, he's the one reading it, and then that's when she sees it? It's not like she was actively
0: seeking it.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true, maybe
0: that. But yeah, he's so sweet, and the fact that she just kind of stormed off, that rubbed me the wrong way. But she did
1: send, like, a, what was it, two-pound bag of lobster gummies?
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah, which is sweet. Which is sweet, and he shows up at the um, going away party. She going away party, himself, which we still we still don't get any information on. Like, where are they going away to? Who is she going? Apparently, <laughs> she's going with Tom. Like, yeah. for four months. But I don't. So weird.
2: Yeah, it was twelve weeks.
0: Yeah.
2: Multi city
1: book tour. Yeah. Uh, I just love how. Is
0: that what's happening?
1: Yeah, remember she was doing the press. She was doing all. the interview. with
0: She's
2: going. <laughs> Maldives. Maldives for 12 weeks. That's what I would want.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. 12 weeks there. That'd be awesome. But I love how she was like, thanks, Shane, for throwing me this awesome party. And she's like, you're welcome. You made me do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> totally. So <on> Yeah.
1: <laughs> and now Alice and Shane and Bette are at the homeware store. I really like this scene. I did, too. I like this a lot it was oh, so it was random really like was, out of seriously. all the locations in the season it's like randomly in a homeware store <laughs> like that's that with the turkey I mean, baster
0: lesbians and you're trying to pick out a ten dollar gadget for a wedding present what the hell is wrong with you i know, I know right I know. Well, like, at one point, I think Beth
1: even had like a turkey baster in her hand, and I was like, "Yeah, get them a Vitamix and move on." <laughs> she's gonna, yeah, she's gonna send it to Tina and have a little uh, sticky note on it that says, "Let's make a baby."
0: <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no bigger clue that Tina is part of your friend group because these gifts say that you actually hate her. <laughs> <laughs> Are they going in on this gift together? Like, let's get her a set of spoons plastic <laughs> measuring cups i'm like really
2: and also like they are proper like ad- like uh, they're getting married but like you- they're gonna have like, their kitchen stocked like tina's like a executive and carries a lawyer like everything yeah, already right
0: <laughs> i mean to be fair they are like what do you get you know some 40 year olds whatever getting married <laughs> Um, A gift card or, like, money. (laughs) Yeah,
2: exactly. Not in that... Cash money. Cash money, baby. Cash, yeah, cash money.
0: Right. Either they have the registry or you send them on a trip or... Plus, I mean, it's weird one of them is your
1: ex. Yeah, like, all three of them have money. So I'm (laughs) like, I don't understand. Get, like, pitch together and get them a car or something. And also, there is no way on
2: God's green earth, maybe is, but Alice and Beth ain't doing their own shopping. No way. They have assistants for that shit. Yeah, they have minions. There's no way. Or when you're that <laughs> close
0: to someone, you don't get them a gift. You get them, like, a really heartfelt, you know, yeah, 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 card yeah. or something where you just, like, write something really nice. Because, like, Dan, Tina and Carrie don't need your money either. Like, you're... Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly.
2: So, I don't know. Uh, Alice should have given Carrie those tickets. <laughs> to, yeah, for the show. Which, um, first name drop of the episode, but Marja told me last night when we spoke that Leisha was the one who came up with that scene for Rosie and her, the like meta conversation. Oh, about that's genius. Leisha, you're genius.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> she, um, she suggested it.
0: Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. Good job, Leisha. So the Ujis are on this ridiculous shopping trip and basically um, Alice and Shane gang up a little bit on about her feelings for Tina, right? Oh
1: yeah, but before that, they talk about um, the funny part where um, they talk about Shane and Tess. And I love how Alice is just like, Ugh, what, have you, what have you done, Shane? <laughs> and Shane's like, I haven't done anything. She's moving to Vegas. <laughs> but it's just funny how Alice stopped for a second and was like, what did you do?
0: They <laughs> always treat Shane like that. And it's like literally nothing. It's never her. <laughs> I know. And like of all the people, to tell,
1: like, Shane tells Bet that, that Carrie's having cold feet. I'm like, now she decides she wants to talk? She's, I'm like, I'm you like and to Bette? Tina you told Beth. Yes, I know! So? And like, to me,
0: that showed who she's loyal to more. Yeah, yeah, more yeah, loyal yeah, to yeah. Bette absolutely. than she is to Tina. Yeah, That, absolutely. again, was an OG L-word moment for me in the worst way, where, like, you just gave this character a personality transplant. Shane's the last person who... Went mm-hmm. to yeah, she hates gossip! Like yeah! And, like, didn't she just have an argument with Tess about, like,
1: not interfering and not, like, <laughs> yeah. when she's like, oh. oh, yeah, by the way.
2: <laughs> but then I thought maybe, maybe she couldn't help herself because it's like that and Tina. And I loved Alice. <laughs> Alice's reaction when she's like, no way. I was like, Alice <laughs> uh, would be more. Authentic of Alice was like, no, please, not this again, Beth.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then me, of course, forgetting that this was the last episode, so it can't happen, but I'm like, oh, we're going to come full circle. Where, like, in the first episode when Finley was disrupting the wedding, and Bet was like, oh, that's like s- so that's
1: embarrassing. Like, yeah, that was one of Ash's bookending <laughs> things, wasn't it? Yeah. it was going to come up.
2: But it was, I mean, like, it, it, not wedding, but episode 6, season 1, Tina's on the doorstep. No, 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 this one, Tina's on the doorstep. But we'll talk about that more in a minute.
0: So after the um, intervention home, home that with. didn't intervene... <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Two swapping. T- and honestly, Sophie didn't seem that into it. I mean, she wasn't really part of the group. She didn't really seem like she wanted to Yeah, she to sat that, on the outside, you know? yeah. yeah. So finley comes home to sophie and they seem like oh they might be kind of okay okay. like a little bit of forgiveness is happening and um finley's gonna make them some mac and cheese (laughs) and then they share a kiss and it's like immediate you can tell that sophie can taste or smell the alcohol on her and it Mm, just changes she like recoils her acting in this actually as Sophie has been pretty great, I think. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is interesting though, because I used to date an alcoholic and they did an excellent job at hiding the taste. So I don't know if Finley secretly like wants to get caught to get help or if she- that's
2: yeah. That's the thing that like I was saying before, people are really good at hiding that sort of thing because they know that if they like if they're close to you and you can smell it, or they know like oh if I'm taking the trash out and I pull it out of the plastic bin, like the stuff moves around and you can see in it, and uh, you know you're it's it's like you're hyper aware. And there's I talked about this like I think recently when I was talking about uh, when you're really like overweight, like you're hyper aware of how far away is the car and like oh how big is the booth in the restaurant and things like that that because you're you're wired that way of being overweight and it's the same thing with like alcoholics or because your that's your brain's like one of its biggest functions in your day is figuring out how to get alcohol or whatever it is and how to to hide all the things that come with it. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping that there is more um, background to like what, why Finley's drinking Mm -hmm. in Season 3 because like, or the future seasons, because I just feel like at this point in time she has no real reason to be drinking unless it's like past trauma. Because Mm -hmm. she's got everything that she was like, you know, she fell off the wagon after the wedding after she mm-hmm. sobered up, she and and now she has no real reason she got Sophie, and they should be happily ever after now, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: she's still drinking, so I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. there's got to be an underlying, something's happened, something, and so I'm hoping that they're going to unpack that next and season.
0: Finally, yeah, which I thought we were going to get this season, and we Yeah, did. but I feel
1: like maybe they found out there'll be more seasons than they yeah. thought they'd get, or something like that, so now they're just stretching
0: it out. That's my theory. Yeah, and it kind of, I mean, maybe Finley doesn't feel like she has to hide it so much because, I mean, as far as we've seen, she's only been confronted like a few times like two mm. or three times. It's not like you know, like you said besides Sophie, most of the other people have sort of ignored it Yeah, problem. and like when mm-hmm. she got the DUI
1: I mean, like Sophie was just as plastered as she was
0: mm-hmm.
1: Right So she could easily go, well, we were both drinking, like it's not my, I don't have a problem, you know we're just yeah. in our 20s and we're drinking.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's a, I don't know if it's not really a final straw, but it pushes Sophie to just get away from Finley. She needs some time away. so she goes to stay at her mom's house.
1: Yeah.
2: What's that face, Ash? I was thinking about something. <laughs> hearing something <laughs> no I was thinking of, no I was thinking about um something that Marsh said to me when you said about the the Spanish speakers
0: yeah so later on in the episode Finley shows up at Sophie's mom's house to apologize and um agrees to go check herself into rehab and uh there's a nice moment where Sophie takes her there to drop her off. Although I was kind of in my head screaming at the TV, kiss her. Who says this is like a pet peeve of mine in TV shows and movies and stuff where like people are saying goodbye and like they don't hug or they don't kiss or yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah,
1: no anything could happen really between like, then now and then, you might not see them again or something right, might happen,
0: or yeah,
1: yeah, You're, she's but just going like, away for like a significant
0: amount of time, yeah, and it's just like. I'm not even going to get out of the car, I'm just going to drop you off. Peace, bye! Well,
1: if, if it's if it's in L-word timeline land, then it'll be 12 weeks, just in time for Alice to come back. Right, exactly. Everything... <laughs> everything will be 12 weeks. Right. Exactly. Like, uh, in 12 weeks, Tessa's mum will die and she'll be back.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh, I know. Although the phone rang so many times in this episode, I'm like, is she dead now?
1: <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, that would just solve everything. She
0: doesn't have
1: move. Oh, God. <laughs> But yeah when finley's standing there with the bags like ready to go in but then actually doesn't go in like we don't see her go in i'm like i was just waiting for sophie to drive off and then her walk off like in a different direction like she's yeah. not gonna go in so i'm like we still don't know for sure like the rioters could go either way whether she goes into rehab or not
0: it's very true sneaky
1: although like she did seem sincere in wanting help but yeah you never know with these kinds of people yeah
0: well i like, mean this- sophie is said that, you know, she's in love with her and so when something big is on the line, you know, mm. maybe it'll be enough. But honestly when she turned around I was just like, Oh, you need to run back to the car and kiss her because you forgot. <laughs> <laughs> you with
1: your soap opera endings.
0: <laughs> hey I feel like there was another
2: instance of that in this episode where they just left.
1: I can't uh, remember it was Tess. That? Tess going, I'm going off to Vegas whilst Shane is sleeping on the bed, like bye. When she says I love you. <laughs> yeah they kissed there.
2: Oh my God, no, it was a different TV show. Cause I, yesterday, yesterday I did the station 19 video and I was talking about how, how they, they, no, it's not, it's not how they walked away from each other for the day. And I was like, why wouldn't you kiss her goodbye? Like she's going to work for 24 hours. <sighs> yeah, too many, too many less, too many lesbians, too little time. <laughs>
1: I feel Like when you haven't had enough sleep, which you haven't obviously, <laughs> your all your everything is yeah. going to be melded into your brain into one. Well,
2: I didn't sleep yesterday, so yesterday was two days all crammed into one, and there was a lot that happened yesterday. There was a lot that happened yesterday.
1: Happened I don't think you've processed yeah. it yet. Danny and her dad that was that intense scene that they were talking about on Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though I was like, oh, that's it. That was the scene that they had to, like, go off and, like, take photos and selfies because it was too intense. I'm like, it wasn't even that big of a thing. Unless it was longer and they chopped it. I don't know.
2: Yeah, because it wasn't very long. No. Yeah, I wonder what they're going to do with with the dad and stuff. Like, is he... Because we obviously, like, yeah, we saw what happened to Danny, but we didn't see what's... I mean... I'm sure we'll fast forward to whatever he's got off or he's, he's' in jail or something, but I just have a feeling that he's going to get away with it because money and
1: well, it makes it sound like it's hinging yeah. on Danny's decision, whether she takes it yeah. down or not, or if she tells the truth or the real truth or not mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, which is why I think Danny didn't want to do it because. She doesn't want to be the one that puts her dad in jail. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I I was proud of her backbone for like walking away from him again, but mm-hmm. it's hard because it's like the majority of people, you know, people are not all good or all evil, and so oh, yeah. you know, it's her father who it's not like it, it's not like she hates her father or he hates her. He's a horrible dad, you know. So it's really and since that's the only family she has as far as we know
1: yeah but i didn't like the way the dad was pretty much almost forcing her to be like you have to do this for me please like he was he was basically like reeking of desperation which just uh, sounded like it does all hinge on danny
0: right but a lot of times you know that's how parents are with their children because they can't see that they're grown up and they're an adult now it's like oh i can still Mm. tell you what to do so he still has that like controlling vibe with her and I think you know because of Gigi's support and stuff, she has the wherewithal to be able to walk away to not cower to him.
1: Yeah, yeah. which is why I think I mean, she, that's uh, Gigi's way better for her than Sophie ever was.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially because like the thing what you were saying, Jess, like they when there's like all that mess tied up with like. Danny has lived like a very privileged life, and then like her whole financial everything is tied up in the company, too. And it's just, it's, I mean, it's, it's weird whenever you like everybody grows up and then realizes, oh, my parents aren't these perfect human beings. I mean, some people way before other people, and that also depends at like what level your are you know some some people's parents are like literally you know super well off very together like perfect mom perfect dad and they you know raise you really well and then other people it's like the child is completely parentified and you know they realize very young that their their parents are dysfunctional people but with Danny, I feel like it's been delayed because she has you know up until recently like her dad she like looked at him like you know really admirably and and the whole like business thing and stuff all tied up in it so I feel like this season she's like come crashing down to earth with like seeing her her dad for the real person he is and not just like oh this great dad who's who's given me a life of privilege so yeah I think it I think it's it's good that she she has D, Gigi and stuff like I don't think that she would I think maybe she would have been bullied by him and she would have just taken the stand and like said he was innocent if if Gigi wasn't around
0: mm-hmm And it's really her biggest rebellion up till now was I don't know dating Sophie or taking classes in college that or uh,
1: no quitting her job to go be working on Bets' may issue. Oh yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah. So I mean, it takes a lot of bravery to stand on your own, and so even though she does have Gigi right now, but to take a stand when a consequence is essentially like losing n- not just your livelihood, but like literally all your money, like she could lose absolutely everything.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: shit's Creek scenario left with the clothes on her back, you know? Yeah. Um, so to be able to tell the truth in the face of that, when it'd be so easy to, protect yourself to protect your family to you know what i mean um mm-hmm. so yeah it takes a lot of strength to to walk away like she did to tell the truth like it sounds like she doesn't want to defend him you know so yeah and she's living her best life in this episode after that honestly oh yeah the next scene is the big family oh, meeting which yeah. is so cute yeah. you. Awesome. so cute it's awesome she almost backs
1: out at the last second, though. She's like, I can't do it! <laughs> which I would be the same as, as soon as I saw the... If I'd be her, I saw the family through the window, like, a thousand of them, I'd be like, ah! <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I don't so know if I can do this. Because <laughs> she comes from, you know, like you just said, a family of one, her dad, yeah. and then she sees this room full of, like, ten people who are all very huggy and feely and touchy and speaking to her in Farsi, which was cute.
0: Yeah, well, and how great yeah. for someone... For people who are, like you know, only children, or maybe they just have their parents, or they don't really have any family to speak of. Like being me, embraced being by adopted a large into your family. Family. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, so you can speak to this. Being embraced by a large family and having them, like, include you in stuff. I mean, yeah. it feels amazing. Like, you kind of felt like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm home, you know? Like, yes, you it does. fit in there. And, I don't know, it's like classic, big persian gathering with like all the aunties and like all this food and everyone's having a great time. god i want that food they're drinking and celebrating and everything's perfect for a very short time
1: (laughs) for two minutes (laughs) although in our wood time it could have been like five hours (laughs) (laughs) probably we did get a cute kiss there so that was cute Yeah.
2: Oh, Gigi's like, because whenever, just before Gigi's like kissed me, I was like, oh, that's so cute. Look at them.
1: And then, of course, the feds bust in. (laughs) Well, it wasn't just the cops. (laughs) Marshals? Is it marshals?
0: Not the feds, but yeah.
1: Yeah, marshals. Yeah, for that mob wife. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, so they arrest her.
0: Apparently you can drag drag her out of it.
1: Yeah, you (laughs) can drag them out.
0: (laughs) Even though, wait, how would they even find her? Oh, yeah, because she's she not at home.
1: home. I mean, go through her social yeah. media and be like, see that she RSVP'd yes to this dinner. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I wonder what's going I, I love
1: how in the background, like, Gigi was obviously trying to be, like, stopping them, because you could hear that one mask yeah. going, don't Aww. touch me, don't touch me, get your hands off mm-hmm. me. <laughs> oh, Gigi. Yep. i will be
2: storming, storming the, the jail.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, she's be. coming for you. But I was thinking, I'm like, uh, like, because I I did see people all like, oh, I'm so heartbroken over Ginny, blah blah blah, posting stuff, and I was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, she's just gonna be bailed be out fine. tomorrow. Like, yeah, I feel like that was right. the least cliffhangery out of all of them. Like, she's just gonna yeah. be bailed out. Everything is good.
2: Yeah, like, it, we're fine. It, like, they're she's, fine. Yeah, the reason that she was arrested, t- like, it's not like she's
1: murdered someone and is gonna go to jail for twenty years. Like, like she might even be bailed out that night. Like,
0: the biggest consequence yeah. of that would be if. Gigi's family has like now an unfavorable mm. opinion View of, of her. her, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I, I feel, feel like, like dating a criminal. Yeah. But honestly, they're they're still solid. Yeah. they fine. It's just yeah. Embarrassing. I mean, especially for Danny, something like that is absolutely humiliating I feel like, to her. Yeah, but I feel like she after the wedding she doesn't she, like to she, be embarrassed, you know? Yeah, yeah.
1: But I feel like after the wedding she's like, eh, this is nothing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's like being there done that. <laughs> so rough here
2: what a, what a book-ending of embarrassments.
1: <laughs> and then just quickly before we go on to Bert and Tina. Um, what about uh, Alice and Tom on the plane? She finds the ring.
0: Yeah, what, was <laughs> like,
1: what I don't know. Because I was like, and also like I was confused because what was that picture we saw? The promo picture where Alice is looking at a woman. And you can only see the oh, it's the air, it's the air hostess. Oh, because there was not, um, there was no. That's shot. what I thought it was. Anyway, there was no shot, in it. I just thought when I saw that 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 was Nat. Um, so- some people said that that's so
2: di- like it, it does not look like Stephanie Allen. But it's at just all. the back
1: of a head, like you couldn't tell really. Um, I don't know. I, but it was like- just a bizarre thing. Like that didn't need to happen on a plane. Like that could have been. Sitting anywhere, like I don't know, it was just weird that they were on the plane when it happened.
0: Well, none of it just makes a, sense. just another
1: location that they needed to like, get.
0: <laughs> again, this is like I don't know, and, it's, yeah, it's like a TV trope. That's I feel like I, I felt taken advantage of as an, as an audience <laughs> member in this episode. You felt molested, <laughs> abused, like, abused. I mean, like, come on, writers! Like this is this is this is a little bit lazy now. Let's be honest. Yeah. How, like, what show have we not seen the, like, surprise engagement ring box in, or, like, the misunderstanding? Yeah. First of all, they've been dating for, like, half a second. I'm yeah, exactly. they had an official date, because they've been so, like, on again. Well, they had the, the lobsters getting, oh, yeah, together, getting s- set the lobsters free. Cheated on you, and yeah. now I'm at it, like, like uh, I totally well, did them together, but they're literally just starting. Yeah. Um... And so, yeah, so it doesn't make any sense at all that Tom would want to propose, but it also doesn't make any sense of why someone would be carrying around an engagement ring.
1: And also in a jacket pocket like that, where that's going to fall out. <laughs> like,
2: And also, like, when you go through an
1: airport,
2: like, you have, you know, like, going through the metal, t- like, he would have to take it out, I feel like. So why would you carry something knowing that you... Actually, no, be- he would
1: have just put the jacket on the X-ray with it in the pocket. Yeah, yeah, I guess, but... But I'm like, I feel like, like you'd you would put something like that in your luggage.
0: To the person, I don't know.
2: I feel like it'll be like a silly. It's
0: a gonna silly, be something like, totally yeah. innocuous, like yeah. Oh, or he in was true El be the best man at his friend's wedding, and he yeah. had to pick up the ring or something. Yeah, or it's totally yeah.
1: in true Elwood fashion. We'll just never find out. <laughs>
0: there'll be <laughs> there'll be no
1: resolution <laughs> because the next season will take place six months later, and none of it will be relevant.
0: But again, I felt like they're setting us up to drop characters like are you just putting this in here so like to give Alice an excuse to break up with him or something? Yeah, yeah it totally
1: yeah. does feel like they left everything like that. Like, oh, will they wouldn't they? Will they wouldn't they?
0: Yeah, like, oh, we don't have to see Tom again. We don't have to see Tess again. Like, oh, let's just make it super easy to write out all these characters. I know, I wish mean, they I guess... just do the
1: the the typical soap opera thing and just be like the part of Tess will now be played by blah 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 and it's a totally <laughs> new actor. <laughs> I get... Oh, oh. <laughs> oh what morning. episode would be complete with a little a little mascot? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Would you like to comment on Bettina and
2: tell what you got out? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I feel like with um, all the cliffhangers and like the, you know, are we going to see Carrie again? Are we going to see Tom again? Tess, blah, blah, blah. I feel as though they, not like they had to do that, but because when they finished the show, like season three was so, is it going to happen? And then also when they finished filming, it was May. So it was May. So that's, you know, really far when they're thinking about doing Contracts well, and whatever. I think that if, they're, who are if
1: they're filming season three, they'll be filming it in February, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Word like, on the street.
2: But they, it from like May to, you know, they're probably they're probably now starting contract renewals and if someone's going to come back. So you know what I mean. Like that's a really far in advance to, you know, it's it, if they f- start filming in February, it's pretty getting close to a year, nine months of, you know, they'll be doing all that stuff hopefully now if we're getting our third season.
1: But they can marina anyone at any time anyway. Yeah,
2: yeah. All,
1: all right, right. shall we get to the be- big Bettina finale? Yeah. <laughs> so,
2: that uh, earlier in the episode, has been – Oh, we haven't talked about the car. Yeah. So Bette is at Alice's going away party and so are Tina and Carrie. And it seems as though Bette is kind of sizing them up. Which, I, I feel like she was like observing, like what, trying to like see what Shane said about Carrie. And then. I Bette feel like she was going to very- do whatever
1: she was going to do anyway. I feel like she's just on her own mission. Yeah, and then
2: she goes over, sees her opportunity when Carrie goes to the bar. And...
1: I know. I'm like, Carrie's gone for like two seconds to get what like if someone, if someone <laughs> yeah, if someone's like gone to get a drink, let me just have this full on conversation with you while they're gone. It's gonna be a minute max that she's gone, and it's she wants like to have enormous, this full conversation. Yeah, enormous like
0: life changing conversation.
1: <laughs> it was pretty obvious that Carrie's gonna walk right into the middle of it when she comes back. <laughs> And she's getting a
2: drink for Bet too, so rude. Yeah. Yeah, Bette, she she had to get in there, and she basically says to Tina, like, oh, if you showed up on my doorstep, like, would I want to try again? And she, they, she gets cut off again because they've been interrupted twice in the two episodes, and Bet is asking Tina, why did you ask me if I'm still in love with you? And then Carrie comes over <laughs> Oh, but just
1: before that, though, like, um, oh, oh. I, lo- I loved how t- bet was like, her sentence was something like, I don't mean to overstep, but and she just goes, blah, 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 <laughs> Because, like, basically, Tina just had just shut her down. She's like, we're not having this, com- like, I don't want to have this conversation. Yeah. And then she just, well, I like, need well, to. <laughs> I'm going to keep, cur- I'm just going to keep doing whatever. I'm like, she's so awkward, selfish yeah. in that situation, because she's like, Tina's obviously, like, over it at this point, doesn't want to talk about it anymore. Bet's like, well, but I want to if- talk about it. <laughs> But in
2: fairness to again, bet apologists, that I feel I feel as though like she knows this is like her only opportunity to get this out and I I like it's on Tina kind of to to sh- yes like T- like yeah Tina's shutting it down, but like bet doesn't it's like the whole thing with Carrie um, and the friendship and stuff like bet doesn't owe carry shit so she you know can can get her her point out I I don't think that she's doing it in the right way again this is normally what I say about Beth. she's not going about it in the right way but her ultimate point I think is valid and Carrie over here is basically <laughs> trying to like win Tina back <laughs> and at first I was like oh they're gonna pretend that she didn't hear and then Carrie's like
1: you make me so fucking angry Carrie's so. finally crossed the mark of like not like giving up on being friends with her and just yeah, like yeah. telling her to her face that she how much she hates her
2: yeah and then they have <laughs> I really loved the bit where Tina's like, just get out of here, Beck! go."
1: <laughs> I don't know why I found it so funny. <laughs>
2: Beth's like slowly like leaving. I know, I was yeah. not
1: expecting her. Oh, I, I fully thought she was going to turn around and say one more thing. D- that would have been so Beth.
2: Yeah, I did think that was so funny for some reason. Yeah.
0: Definitely not the time and place for Beth to have that conversation. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. exactly. However, I felt that this was a, the second example this season, where Bet was, um, I'm not going to say in the right, but where everyone ganged up on her unfairly, I thought, like their mm. reactions were way overblown to the situation that was actually happening, I thought, because it totally seemed to me kind of like in the previous episode, where um, with the whole situation with Carrie, where bet was having a civil bet was like civilly rejecting her sorry
2: about miss g's interruption she feels very emotionally about this scene
1: (laughs) (laughs) she's like don't forget about this part and this part part."
0: So previously, when Carrie blows up at Bet, where I was like, okay, Bet was actually like not being a bitch in that one instance. <laughs> she yeah. She was actually in yeah, yeah, the right. Yeah, yeah. I kind of felt that way again, where she, this conversation didn't need to be had, but I kind of felt like f- from her point of view, because it seemed like she was letting Tina, not letting her down, that it seemed to me that she was going to say that, oh, she thought about it because the way that Shane asked the question and brought it up and it mm. seemed to me that she was going to say, oh, no, I've come to the realization that, like, we're good apart. And because it seemed to me that it was going to be like, um, she said, I want both of us to be happy. She said that she's mm. in this great relationship with Pippa. Tina's about to get married. I didn't think she was trying to blow anything up in that scenario I no i just kind of yeah i think she was wanted just concerned you know her blessing and in, in a way or something like that
1: well plus she'd heard that you know carrie had was having cold feet maybe she was just
0: concerned yeah but then like you said she had watched her during that um event and it didn't seem like to me that she was gearing up to be like oh i want you back let's be together i mean that'd be even no 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 well your significant others are oh i feel right like bet
1: I feel like Bet was more like testing the waters of like she wasn't gonna she wasn't ready to be like oh don't get married I want you back but I feel like she was just throwing it out there to see what Tina's reaction would be and if there was any nibble then she would be able to like go oh okay.
2: Yeah because otherwise why would you why would you like if Bet really felt that way like why would she do this like why wouldn't she just be like oh, okay they're getting married and they're happy. I I. I feel as though you only bring this up like she had a she had a total out with that question where Tina's asked her they got interrupted they've moved on they've not talked about it so why would you again bring it up unless you're fishing
0: for because I felt like she was sort of wanting to clear the air so they could each move on to their respective relationships because the way that she was saying it was like oh I've thought about it since Shane asked this question of, you know, what would you do Mm -hmm. if Tina was on your doorstep saying you want to get back together? And she's like, oh, it made me think about it, and I realized, and then all hell breaks loose. But it sounded like she was going to be say like, oh, I realized that, you know, I'll always love you, but (laughs) yeah, (laughs) yeah, not the right time for us or something like that. You know, I will always love you, but. You know, boy, like you'll always be in my life place. because we're yeah. parents. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't think it was anything uh, that she wanted to blow up their relationships. I, I honestly thought, yeah, um, she was just going to say something nice, and then of course everyone freaks out on her.
1: Yeah, and, and plus this episode proudly brought to you by people overhearing things that they shouldn't and standing and, behind them. <laughs> totally
0: overreacting.
1: <laughs> now people, now people were standing behind her,
0: but I feel like. She didn't say anything bad. No, in that I don't. Yeah, I don't think but so either. Carrie, Tina, and Pip are like, "Oh, we're done." You know, like, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Maybe yeah. it's just their last straw in yeah. a long line.
0: And of course, yeah, yeah. I- Tina's pissed because she sees that thinks that Bet wrecked everything. But I'm honestly like, dang, she was just having like a conversation. Just let her have the freaking conversation. Let her at least say what she wants to say. Before you, you know, accuse her of whatever you think it is you think she's well,
1: doing. Well, I feel like Tina just had a knee-jerk reaction there, and that's why she was snappy. Because that's why she shows up later on the doorstep because she's had time to think about it and was like, "Oh, maybe I was a bit harsh." So maybe mm-hmm. she's just coming. Yeah, because the the, com-
2: the conversation is like, if that's pushing Carrie to break up with you and be like, that's not that's fault. Like it's your. There's obviously other stuff at play but I just yeah I don't I don't know why Bet would bring it up and have the conversation and maybe it is just the tiny teeny little you know bit in me that's like oh but they
1: I feel like yeah to apologize at the end yeah
0: well and I can see how the string of Bet's previous actions would leave everyone to assume that Bet was there to, like, declare her love for Tina and say she wants her back. But mm. I honestly think it was the opposite that she was actually trying to do then. But mm. it was, like, all her previous actions of, like, oh, not being really into the people who she was with and kind of seem- seeming like she was waiting for Tina and, like, hating Carrie and all this stuff, like, that she hadn't let go of that relationship yet she was still holding on to it and i kind of felt like this was her like she was getting ready to let go which now it's obviously not happening because
2: i yeah and then i felt like the rest of the episode like confirmed what what you said that she hasn't let go because then it's like if that happened and you really were trying to say Tina, like I just want us to be happy, like you know, I don't think we should get back together. Then you would have left and you would have been like, Pippa, like I'm the one for you. Let's go to the CAC thing. Like the fact that she didn't go to the CAC thing, like, really made me think. But she was oh, on her way.
0: Just- she yeah.
2: But she didn't go in the first place. Like, she only was going because Angie was like, you should go because you work so hard. Like, she wasn't going to go before that. So that's why I was like, oh, she's she's written off Pippa now because...
0: Oh, I didn't think that. I thought she just, like, basically got her hand slapped and was feeling, like...
1: Um... Down in the dumps.
0: Well, yeah. And she's already had these sort of volatile things with Pippa. And I... Yeah, I, I didn't think that that had anything necessarily to do with Tina, but just that, oh, she basically just got dumped by Pippa, so why mm-hmm. would she want to go? Yeah, because
1: then you'd have to see her.
0: <laughs> and then they leave us with the flipping cliffhanger of... <laughs> Tina literally
1: showing up at the doorstep. (laughs) In true Elwood fashion, it won't. We won't ever know why she was there.
0: (laughs) And you know, even though I'm not like the, uh, I'm not like the biggest. Gloria
2: agrees. She is very angry about this cliffhanger. (laughs) She wants more. (laughs)
0: Yeah. So even though I'm not like a giant, you know, but Tina shipper or whatever tina i did, tina. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I did a little bit when she showed up at the door because it reminded me of like yeah. in the first season when tina shows up out of the blue and the whole audience is like yeah oh, oh, yeah. yeah but that's because
1: we didn't know she was gonna be on it yeah it oh. did have
0: a little like exciting feeling
2: yeah i i i did have a little Ooh.
1: You know, uh, was at the, as, soon as, as soon as Tina was at the door, I was like, oh, and cue the credits. And they did it. I was like, oh, snap.
2: <laughs> I, I recorded because I obviously like when I'm doing the screen recording for my video, like for the clips, I knew there was going to be cliffhanger, So I was like, oh, I'll just record the ending. And the way I record it on my computer, it like records the external audio. So the credits go, and you just hear me go, "fucking bastards, bastards!"
0: <laughs> Screaming in the background of the clip. I feel like they're trolling all of us with the song that played oh, oh, in credits yes. Oh, what yes. was the
1: song?
2: Um, "Love Nobody But You." Oh, I was singing along to it, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, but it was a different
1: version of it. Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. Ugh. And I cannot believe that we have to
1: wait. <laughs> probably like a good year, I reckon. Uh-huh. If they're filming it in February, I reckon season three will probably premiere the same time next year-ish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you going to do all that time, Ash? <laughs> we will possibly have some more special bonus episodes. Uh... Well, we'll do a season wrap-up. We'll yeah, do we'll do a season a wrap-up. wrap-up, but we might have a special guests as well. Yeah, Potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Gloria, Gloria agrees. (laughs) Gloria,
2: you're in this. You're in this. Yeah, she's she's a she's a big bet and Tina Shepard. (laughs) is. Yeah,
0: I don't know,
2: man. She loves Gigi.
0: I never felt Bet and Pippa together. Yeah, man. And I did like Carrie, and I actually thought she was sort of a better partner for Tina than Bet. Oh yeah, yeah. I like Carrie. Like, and unless and until Bet changes herself like i don't want her and tina to get back together until that happens you know i don't want them i'm like i'm totally fine with them being end game but like not right now do you feel like bet will ever change i don't know it did feel so when she chose to stay home from the cac and she and angie are having that combo in the kitchen i was like (laughs) Oh yeah, I haven't felt like Beth's really been a mom for like like a whole year since we've seen a scene. That I place, know, like I feel like the last just, yeah. yeah normal at home.
1: Yeah, I feel like the last time I felt like that was at the end the end of season one where they were on yeah. the cliff and they were like screaming. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. Because oh, I'm like, yes. hello, like she's a teenager. She's in high school still.
1: Like, and she went to through some pretty traumatic things this year.
0: Yeah, and I feel like Beth's not been around at all.
1: Well, and they went to therapy better. once, <laughs> so that solved <laughs> yeah. everything. That was awesome. oh yeah yeah yeah. we yep, yep, had <laughs> another
0: thread that was dropped. Beth's family issues were brought up for. Like, oh yeah, the mum. Oh yeah. All these yeah, things we maybe. thought we'd get that we didn't get.
2: Next season, I hope. I live in hope.
1: Oh, thanks for listening to this episode, you guys. It's been great doing this entire season. Uh, We are coming back with one more episode of wrapping up the entire season and what our thoughts were and everything. So, thanks so much for listening,
2: guys. We will see you very soon with the season wrap up. Don't forget, you can follow us over on Instagram at Drinks at Dana's. And if you haven't subscribed to us yet, make sure to hit the subscribe button so that you can be notified when we do post the wrap up episode. Also, if you wouldn't mind leaving us a little review, we would really, really appreciate that. And thank you so much for listening. Make sure to have a great week. Take care of yourselves, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.
1: Drinks and <laughs> That's um, some Bloopers now. Every time. Oh
0: I yeah. <laughs>
2: You cannot be involved in this.